episode 175. Hi, welcome to my mum's show. <laughs> Welcome to this episode of the Single Mother Survival Guide podcast. I am so happy that you're here. My name's Julia Husher and I'm the host of this show. If this is your first time listening, then I want to wish you a very big welcome. Thank you for joining me. And if you are a regular, welcome back. Thank you for joining me again this week. So this week's episode is a continuation of last week's episode, episode 174, which was extremely emotional and you know, my guest Crystal went through so much and I can't wait for you to hear this episode because this is a real feel-good episode. It's real like, yes, go power. Crystal's incredible. I think I said you're incredible <laughs> in this episode like a hundred times because she really is. She is absolutely incredible. And I can't wait for us to get into it. Before we do, I just want to thank everybody who's written in to me recently. I absolutely love hearing from you and I'm really glad that this podcast resonates with you. So thank you for writing in. And if you are a regular listener and you have not yet left a review, I would be super grateful if you could leave one for me. It's super easy and it makes the podcast easier for people to find. And all you have to do is go to the show in iTunes and tap on write a review. And while you're there, you can rate it by simply tapping on the stars and you can also subscribe and that way you will never miss an episode. Okay, it's time to get into this week's episode. I'm so excited for you to hear it. Let's get into it. Before, before even looking for a job, I, I started working out more. I started eating healthier. Um, I met someone who is a personal trainer and she has done wonders for me, like amazing things. She's taught me things that I never knew about my body and how to, how to eat right. And it's just, it was just a whole 360 for me after the holidays uh, passed because I saw January 1st as like, okay, this is your time. This is what you have to do. And I wrote everything down. I am very goal oriented. So that was one thing for me. I wanted to reach every single goal that I wrote down this year. You are and a woman so on a far, mission. I've it's bloody amazing. <laughs> it's amazing. Seriously. Like, yeah, thank you. But I, that's exactly what I am. That's exactly what I am, whether it's in life or whether I'm cooking a meal. I am a go-getter. <laughs> I am a go-getter. I and I it. had to kind of, I had to kind of reconnect with her, you know, her, myself. I had to yes. kind of say, look, Remember you, remember who you were, this fun, loving, loud, obnoxious, aggressive, independent woman. Do you remember her? And I'm like, yes, I remember her. I remember. Oh my gosh. It's giving me goosebumps. I'm imagining, you know, the Lion King, like Mufasa going, yes. remember who you are. That's like. Remember who you are. That's exactly what it felt like, Julia. Amazing. Exactly. And I just had this awakening. So I got the job. I became a director. And wow. I love the company I work for, but wait, there's more. I've been promoted to regional. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. incredible. So I mean, I've done things that I never thought I could do, like get through this. And I'm loving my body right now. Whereas last year, this time I look like a bat, like a sad, like I look like I've been walking in the rain for hours. <laughs> mm. 
at this time last year was like probably around the time where I realized like something's got to change, which is when I started therapy and to look back a year later, to look back a year and see what has changed, you know, with my career, I finally started my career. Um, I, I, I've got this whole two, I'm living with two toddlers now. So I've got that under control. Um, <laughs> You're a my body's so different. Yeah. Like, <laughs> which is insane right now. I don't know how I'm surviving that, but every day is a different story with those two. They, <laughs> I'm telling you, I, sometimes I leave them with my mother overnight because I just need a moment to myself. Yeah. Good on you. Um, you bloody deserve it. My son is so sweet. He's, but he's just like me. He's very on the go all the time and has to be busy and, and all that. And my daughter is the opposite where she's very sweet and mellow. And I look at my son and I'm like, I gave birth to myself. I'm like, you are me. Do you know that? Like I look at him and I'm like, what did I do? <laughs> yeah, he's very strong willed and he stops at nothing to get what he wants. Like, literally nothing and he's very independent and like potty training was so easy with him and transitions from bottles and everything was so easy with him yeah. and everything overnight overnight like new year's i said this is your new year's resolution you're going to go to the potty two days later he was completely <laughs> potty trained he's like goals i'm i'm doing it i'm just gonna do it i'm just doing it, it now <laughs> Second of that's January, done. Yeah. <laughs> that's how he is. It's like, you want it? Bing, bam, boom, done. That's my son. <laughs> and then my daughter, oh, she's the sweetest thing. She just likes to cuddle and she's very, and and believe it or not, Julia, going through everything, I'm still breastfeeding till this day. Oh, wow. That's incredible. Which is, which is also something major for me to celebrate because I want to stop. She's 18 months old, but and I, and I am, I'm slowly leading her because I've, I've now my job is requiring more time and I'm not seeing her as much during the day. And so maybe a little bit at night I'll feed her, but that's it. But that's another thing I look back and I'm like, you know how many new mothers want to breastfeed and they can't. Yeah. And I've been doing it for 18 months. And that for me is a major, major accomplishment in my book. Oh, it's incredible. And it's like after through everything, you know, you've been through, it's like at least he didn't take that away from you. Like you can't take that away from me. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And it's just one more thing to say. I did it. I survived that. Yes. And I look back and and I just bought (laughs) funny story. I had a car. It was an old car and um two weeks ago it just it just died on me completely. And I was able to buy a new one. Oh, wow. And that's that's another like milestone for me where I, I'm doing things that like, I'm, I'm a big girl now. (laughs) Yes, exactly. It's incredible. It's incredible. It's like, oh my gosh, you you did it. And my therapist tells me you have to stop and celebrate these little things, whether they're little or, 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 or not you have to stop to celebrate. And I looked at them and I'm like, but I haven't done much. And then I really stop and I look and I'm like, wow. I, think I that's, don't know. I don't even know. Yeah. I think that's a really important point because a lot of the time you do, like we forget how far 
we've actually come, you know, and sometimes it feels like it's still, situations are still really shit, but then you think, hang on, like, where was I like six days ago or six weeks ago, six months ago? Like so much has changed and you become so much stronger and, you know, there's, it's, you don't really. Internally change, right. And even though, like you just said, if the situation, because the situation has also changed a lot where we have more of a co-parenting relationship and, it's small things like when he found out that I was dating again, um, he was very angry and and very jealous. Yes, yes, yes. Um, and I, that's another thing I couldn't understand. I was like, well, like you've completely moved on into this new life with this new girl. And now you're upset that I'm, I went on a date. (laughs) You're a lot lot, um, calmer. I would have been like, how dare you? Like, Yes. Oh, believe me, there were those days where I I would just go off because I was like, "Am I the crazy one here, or is everyone around me that got insane?" Like, yeah, that doesn't make sense. Are you like, are you crazy? I would literally ask him, "Are you nuts?" Like, I have the right to be happy and do what I want. I'm a single person. Like, I'm a single woman. Yes. Are you kidding me? So, um, I did date a little bit actually. I met a wonderful guy I dated for about three months. Um, wonderful, wonderful man. Um, I just didn't see it going anywhere. Um, so I just kind of broke that off before things got complicated. Um, and then I met another guy, and it was the same thing. I, and I think it's just yourself telling yourself you're not ready. Yeah. You're just not ready. But isn't it nice to just enjoy someone's company oh. as well? And also to Are you feel kidding me? I had, I had a like, blast. Yeah. A blast. It's so good. It it was a blast. Um, I did a lot of fun things, went out to a lot of nice places and good conversation, really good, deep conversation, you know, where you don't feel like you're talking to the wall. Um, it was really, yes. really nice to sit and talk to adult men who have common sense, you know, just really nice. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but I just, right now I'm so consumed by my children and my career that, I have put the dating scene on hold and um, it's not something I truly, truly, it's not something I want right now. Um, I just really want to soak up every second I can about my children uh, Mm -hmm. right now that they're so young and and I just started my career in full gear. So I'm like all into that. I'm learning so much and I'm, I'm just a different person and you know, every next level of you requires, a different, a different you. You just have to, they, they call it like level up. You know, once you're done on that level, you have to become an, a different person for the next level. And that's exactly what I'm doing. And then I look back and of course I miss my ex. Of course I miss what we had. But let me ask you this. Do you miss what you had or do you miss what you, what it, what you think it could have been? Oh, that's exactly what it is. You see, you miss what, I miss what I thought it was, first of all, and I miss, of course, what it could have been yeah. if we were working on it and really into fixing things. Yeah, I miss that. I miss it. I miss, I don't, okay, I don't miss. What I, what breaks my heart is when my son asks me questions and he's getting older now and he asks me things, you know, like, where does daddy sleep or where does daddy go? Why does he? then why does he work so much and, and things like yeah. that. And that 
it used to hurt a lot more, but now the other day he just asked me again and I realized it didn't hurt anymore. Oh, it didn't hurt. Yeah. One day you just stop feeling what you used to feel. That's just the reality of it. Like there's no way to just get over something overnight. And to all my people, all my single moms going through this right now, there is no way to just wake up and be okay. There's no way. You have to go through every feeling, every heartbreak, every bit of pain. You must feel it. And then one day you wake up and you just, you don't, you don't cry anymore. Yeah. You don't cry. And it's the most beautiful thing. It's incredible. And yeah, like you say, like it takes time, doesn't it? Like it's not something that you you can just wake up and feel better and just like you say, one day you you wake up and it's a long time down the track, but you go, hold on. Like this isn't hurting me as much as it used to. Like what's happening? And it's just like baby steps. And you get through that by having support, by having friends who support you and family who supports you. And um, just me time alone time is so important to heal you know, you don't seek pleasure through through sex or through indulge through through alcohol and and you mm. know going out and trying to escape. No, you can't escape this pain. You mm. must feel it and get past it. There's no escape. And if you try to escape it, you're just in denial. Not yeah. you're just delaying. Is. You're just delaying the um the inevitable, really, because the process. Yeah. Yeah. So I listen. Julia, I spent so many nights, lonely, lonely, lonely nights where I would pray. And my and, and I grew up in a very Catholic home, um, church every Sunday. Um, my mother is a devout Catholic. Mm. So I have faith and I do believe in God. Um, but with everything that happened to me um, last year, I kind of lost my faith a little bit. Yeah. And. Then I joined a separation and divorce support group through the church. And Julia, I met the most amazing people. I met people of all ages, um, older people who are just getting out of divorce. Um, and I w- there was a, I'll, I'll never forget, there was this grown man, Julia, he must have been about almost 50 years old. And when we went around in a circle and introduced ourselves. And when it came time for him to speak, he couldn't even tell his story. He just started sobbing, just crying. Gosh. And then the whole room just started crying. Mm. He was so heartbroken by his wife wanting a divorce that he couldn't even talk about it. And I think about that man now and I'm like, I hope, I hope he, I hope he's okay because you could feel his pain from across the room. Gosh. And I looked at that and I said, what a blessing because he had kids who were going into their teen years. And I said, I looked at that and I said, what a blessing that this happened to me now while I'm 29 years old, I'm young and my children our babies and they have no idea what's going on and this can't emotionally affect them right now. Yeah. 
although it will, and I'm, I know I'm going to have to deal with it at some point, the questions and the resentment, but I know that if they were older or if they were in their preteens, I know it would have been a lot harder for me. Yeah. And who knows? I wouldn't, I wouldn't have the energy to get through what I went through. And I looked at all these people in this room and I said, wow, what a way for my faith, for God to show me that I'm going to be okay. That's incredible, Crystal. Like, I think firstly, it's, it's so good that you've, you've got a very, a positive attitude, you know, it's a, it's hard to sometimes see the light in shitty situations. It's very hard yeah. for people and you've gone, okay, this is shit, but hang on, here are some good things because there's always yeah. a good side. <laughs> yeah. There is always a good side to whatever's happening and you've just gone and you've really tried to focus on that. And like, I also thank you for sharing that about your faith because I've spoken to actually quite a few people about that very topic. It's something that I've never really actually discussed on my podcast at all. Um, but it's, I find it very interesting for me personally. I'm not super religious. I believe kind of more in the power of the universe. I'm spiritual right, definitely, right. but like with the whole God situation, I don't know, but mm-hmm. like I've got a lot of religious friends and who have been through things like divorce and stuff. And um, most of them don't believe anymore in God. And I find that really, I I, I find that very sad. I I mean, I don't know. It's hard. It's, it's, I think it's, um, it's at least faith is just, I think very sad, but that's, it's really nice that you kind of have been through there and come out the other side. Like, yeah, it's, it's incredible. Yeah. And it's been over a year now. Um, and don't get me wrong, I'm very spiritual too. I, I love all religions. I think there's something beautiful about different religions. Um, but And the power of the universe. And my best friend stresses that a lot. She tells me, you've got to trust the universe. Yeah. Because the timing is always perfect. Always, always, always. And listen, with me and my ex, we'll never be together again. There's no doubt about it. We'll never be together again. But... I want to live at peace with him. I want mutual respect. I want our kids to know that we love each other and um, that we love them first and foremost. And that um, I just want to get along with him. I literally just want to move on. And, and that's what, that's what I'm doing. And I told him, you go, you live your life. You be happy. Just please just let's have a mutual, let's have respect for each other and let's try and get along if not for the children, just to have that peaceful relationship. And listen, it, every day is a struggle. It's so hard, okay? But when you put everything aside and just focus on the kids, there's no feeling attached. There's no emotion attached. You just have to separate yourself. That's what I found to do. I have to separate myself from his ex, from being his ex to the mother of his children. You said you have to separate it or else, things are just never going to work. It's yeah. You're so right. How, how did you do that yourself? Because I think that's something that is so hard for people because it's such an emotional thing and it's hard not to get caught up in your emotions. This is what I found to work for me. I stopped looking on her social media 
Mm. Oh, did you ever speak to her? I meant to ask you that before as well. Did you ever talk to her or have a conversation or question her? Oh, Julia, yes. <laughs> when when I found out about her, I had called her because I knew she didn't know about the children and I. And um, I called. No, I reached. Um, I reached out to her through Instagram. And she said she had no idea. She wanted to call me and apologize. So we spoke on the phone. And I said, yeah, he has two children. And we've been together seven years. We've been living together three years. Um, And she had no idea. She had no clue. What was her reaction to that? She was just in shock. And she apologized. And I said, no, it's not your fault. I mean, just just do better, I told her. Do better. Find the man who respects you and doesn't lie to you. I, I kind of gave her a little bit of words, two words of encouragement, you know? Um, but some people don't see the wrong in their, in, in themselves. So they're still together to this day. Wow. But I have no relationship with her. I don't, I have no interest in having a relationship with her. And Julia, they, that may sound a little petty on my end. But it's not something okay. I'm willing to have my kids around. It's not something, it's not a kind of relationship that I'm willing to make an example out of for my children. I'm sorry. It's just not something I'm interested in. Yeah. Um, and he knows that and we struggled with this. Um, he, he understands why I don't want this. Um, and he respects that. So far, he's respected it, which I appreciate. Um, that I'll give to him. He hasn't crossed that line. And, um, I don't expect him to, but you know, anything can happen, but I think, and then uh, just recently she reached out to me to try and settle our differences. And I said, I have no interest in meeting with you. I have no interest in settling anything because you are not a part of my life. You are not a part of my children's lives. So why should I meet with you? What, what, what exactly do we have to settle? You know what you did, you know what you participated in. You're an adult and she is young and this was probably her first serious, dramatic relationship. Um, she's, yeah, she's about five, five years younger than me, I, I believe. And, you know, she, she has no children, so she can't possibly understand what it feels like to be a mother and want to protect her children from anything. Yeah. So I don't expect her to understand it now, but I know in the future she'll think of me and she'll say, okay, now I, now I understand. Yeah. Um, but no, I have no interest in it becoming her friend. I have no interest because, and it, it, like I said, it may sound petty, but to me, there's just a lot of trauma attached to her. And yeah. if I have to live the rest of my life seeing this woman and reliving my trauma, I, I don't, I think I owe myself more. Uh, you've, got to, owe, yeah. Yeah. you've got to, <laughs> you've got to, you've got to look after yourself. Happiness. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And if you yeah. know that that's, unhealthy for you or if that's going to trigger you in any way like there's just it's not necessary and especially if she doesn't have that much to do with your children either but what is the so how how does that work then like how often with him so he we have a, a visitation schedule which we created ourselves and um it's it's subject to change anytime um uh, but it's been working for months, so we keep it. Uh, so he comes to my apartment um, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday evenings. He does the, I'll leave. I will go to the gym or I'll go grocery shopping or I'll do something. And um, he does bath time, does dinner, bath time and bedtime story. Um, so how many hours is that? Has, so it's two hours, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. 
yeah, six thirty to eight thirty, and then sun he has them on Sundays, and sometimes we'll switch Saturday and Sundays depending on what plans we have. Um, but so far, it's been going well. There's probably been once or twice where the communication has been that well. He's like, he's a good guy. Just the communication is just it, it sucks with him. Yeah. Um, like for example, he went on he went on a vacation in July, and he didn't tell me until three days before the vacation. Mm. So yeah, I was like, what? I was like, what do you mean you're going to Mexico? Like, what do you want? <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, you couldn't tell me this when you booked the trip? Yeah. Because I just went to Portugal last month. Uh, with, well, we're still yes, in August. So that's this month right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, my mother's Portuguese. All her family's there. We nice. um, we went. It's the first time we'd gone as a family in 15 years. So it was really wow. nice. It's incredible. Yeah. And my kids when we had a blast i mean you know the kids drive you crazy when you're traveling but it was still very, yeah. a lot of fun <laughs> you need a holiday yeah oh my god <laughs> the plane ride was torture but that's a whole different story <laughs> but i had told him about that trip in may you yes. know so i because i had because to we are organized done. yeah <laughs> exactly <laughs> exactly but sometimes i think he withholds information from me because he thinks it'll hurt me and i look at him and i'm like look dude Nothing you do can hurt me more than what you've already done. So get past it, stop sugarcoating things and be straight on and communicate with me. And that's one thing we're always going to be working on is communication because I put it out there. I put it out there, but you know, you have to have someone on the other end receiving it. And sometimes it doesn't feel like it. Sometimes it just, it's like, Oh, it's like pulling teeth, you know? Yes. But for the most part, um, I'm looking to change the visitation schedule because my daughter, she's now 18 months. You know, we set this up. She was a little younger and I kind of want my space back. I kind of want my apartment back where yeah. I don't have him coming here. Um, it's so hard when he's in your space. Because it's yeah, like it's your exactly. space and then you're like, oh, like because – you don't want to feel as well like you have to leave in your – it's really hard being a single parent when you are, you know, you've oh. got your kids all the time and sometimes you might just want to lie on your couch and have a cup of tea and it's a bit right? hard when he's there. Yeah, you're like, oh, I have to go out and do something. It's not always yes. what thing. Mm. Exactly. So I do get time to myself when he has the kids and or I'll leave the kids with my mother um, – but usually he'll take them to visit his mother on Sundays. And that's the kind of thing we have worked out right now. And um, it's been working except for the fact that lately I just want, I just want to make this a more, more, I want to, I want to take this more into co-parenting where you have your own place. I can, you can have them one weekend a month. You can like, let's, let's take this to the next level. Like, let's take this to the next step. That's kind of how I feel about it. Yeah. Um, and I've asked him multiple times, you know, can you get your own place so that you can have them? And it's, it's so a waiting process. with the parents? <laughs> no, he lives with his girlfriend. Oh, okay. He moved in with her right after I kicked him out of here. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Um, many options choose from but he chose that so <laughs> yeah. um it is what it is julia i can't uh, you know he is his own person um we all make our own decisions i have no problem with it it's just just be focus on your kids that's all i ask just focus on yeah. the kids. you know yeah. prioritize them just make sure they're loved they feel loved make sure they know you love them make sure you're doing everything in your power to make sure of that 
Um, Cause us as parents, we have to check on, we have to check, we have, we have a checklist, right? Make yeah. sure you're giving enough attention to your child today. Make sure you're doing good at work today. Make sure, make sure, make sure you have all yeah. things that you have to make sure of. But in reality, what matters most is your children and that they're happy. Yeah. And that's how I see it. So I do everything in my power. Like today, Saturday uh, is my day with them, my full day. And um, I look forward to it because I plan something fun. Um, and we just spend the whole day together. Even if we're home all day, that's, to me, that's fun. Yeah, totally. And, yeah. And you're amazing because it's like six, what is it now? Or now it'd be 7 a.m. or something where you are. We've been chatting for a little bit. 8 a.m. right now. It just turned 8 a.m. Mm-hmm. So where are the kids yeah. now? Don't tell me they're still asleep. No, I they would never be asleep <laughs> if they were here. Yeah. No, I tell people my, I haven't had a full night's sleep in three years, so I don't know what that is. Um, no, I left them with my mother last night or oh, which I usually okay. do to get a break on Friday night. Yeah, yeah, yeah I usually oh, I do that. Unless you have a sleep in, I'm so sorry. Oh no, 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 it's fine. I went to bed at pretty decent time last night. I I got plenty of rest, but. This is what life is now. And sometimes I like, I look around and I'm like, wow, it's quiet. It's, I like my apartment. I, it's so cozy. And I like being in my own presence. And that's so important when you're single. You have to like yourself. You have to be like, yeah, yeah I like you. You're cool, you know? Absolutely. And I do. You've got to be your own yeah. best friend because you've you've got to enjoy your own company because if you don't, that's when bad shit happens. That's when you go yeah, out yeah. for someone to kind of save you or like something to just kind of, you know, make it better and it's just you yeah. be happy in your own company. Exactly. So I'm so excited for the future. I, I you know, I have, I, like I said, I'm very goal-oriented. So I have all these goals and I, I want to start a podcast and you're, yes. you're my inspiration. I want to start a podcast oh. and I want to somehow help single mothers through, through different things, through fitness, you know, through group therapy, because I am a licensed therapist and I want to True. somehow get that jump started. But since I just started my career, I don't have time to work on that right now. But once I settle in and get the ball rolling, I know it's going to take off and I know I'm going to do what I want. I know that like I, I made it this far. There's no, there's no, there's no way I won't make it. But yeah, there's no stopping. And that's what I love. It's the amount of support I have, especially for my best friend. Oh, I forgot to mention Aww. something. So when I was younger, when I had met my ex, um, I, I was babysitting like as a side gig. Right. Yeah. And um, this was like from 20, I was 20 to about 24. And I had worked at a daycare and I got to know this mother who asked for a recommendation from the director of the daycare for a babysitter and the director had recommended me. So this woman had approached me and asked me if I would be interested in babysitting on the side for her. And I was like, of course, no problem. You know, we lived in pretty, we lived pretty close together. Uh, I mean, pretty close to each other. And I said, sure, that's something great. And I, and I already knew the baby because I worked with him in the nursery and it was great. I started babysitting for her and little did I know, um, she was going through a divorce when I started babysitting for her. Oh, wow. She was divorcing the father of her, of her son. And, um, she had gone through 
everything that I went through, Julia. Wow. The universe placed that woman in my life so I could get some experience, and some knowledge on what I was about to experience. Isn't That's, that amazing? It's giving me grace bumps. It's insane. When I tell you, when I tell you the story is scary similar. Wow. Okay. To the point where it's now nine years later that I've known her and she's still in my life. She's one of the closest <gasps> people to me. Oh, yes. God. Yes. That Even her son, I was just with her the other day and kind of we laugh at it because it is a manual for these guys where, because everything happens the same way with these men. <laughs> yeah. So she'll tell me this happened to me and then it'll happen to me. Whoa. And I'm like, <laughs> there must be a book. There must be a manual where they go and they're like, okay, what do I do next? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And now she's remarried and she's been married for, I think like almost three years now. She's been, she's remarried. She's she's doing great. She just bought a house. Like and things like like people like her, they give me hope. You know what I mean? Like yeah. we went through the same situation, but when you have faith and when you do the work, when you put in the work, when you put in the hours and you sit and you feel that pain and you let it let yourself feel it, let yourself come out of it, good things are gonna come your way. The universe will not stop there. They will keep, it will keep sending you the things that are meant for you. And like, like you said, I try to see the positive and everything. Yes, of course, because that's who I am. And I do understand that there's a lot of people out there who can't, who just can't do the work and who can't change and who can't see the positive. But I would like to say to those people, you have to give it a shot. If it doesn't work the first time, try again. If it doesn't work the second time, try again, seek help, seek therapy, get people around you who are going to support the positive. Don't give up so easy because even though genetically you're made to not be able to see the positive or change, I think you can fight that. I think you can fight that and and come out on the other end, like just a different person and much better. And you can heal. You can for sure. I love that. I so agree. I think it's, I think it is about like having hope and the fact that you met this woman. I, I don't know. It's so weird. I actually, like I've been thinking a lot about this this year, just about coincidences and how yes. I don't think like there's, I just don't think there is such a thing as coincidences. I think it's the universe right. like trying to push something right. your way. And then you're like, yeah. Like it, to me, it's just too weird. I've had too many coincidences this year for it to be coincidence. Yeah. You know, you're just like, no, the universe yeah. is doing something here. Like what? You know, and you've got to listen, in, you've got to tap into that and kind of just be open to just kind of experience it and try to understand, I don't know, what's happening. But, you That's know, another everyone. thing, being open to new, being open to change. You must yes. open yourself up. And they say, like, people ask me, how are you dating again? Like, how do you, how do you feel about opening up yourself to, to, to another person after what you went through? And I'm like, what am I doing living on this earth if I don't? Yeah, if exactly. I, like, what am I going to just close myself off in a box and not ever meet anyone again and fall in love? Yeah, exactly. Not. I'm 29, life I'm, over, done. Yeah, exactly. I'm so <laughs> no. young. I'm no. thirty next month. September 22nd, I'm turning 30. Oh. And I have never felt so good about turning of age. 30s <laughs> is the best. Excited. It just gets better and better. 
I heard, and I'm so excited to do things. I want to travel. I want to, I want to just have fun and enjoy my kids while they're young. And I want to do things I've never done. And I want to, I want my career to take off. I want to reach my goals, my other, my personal goals. Like I just, I'm so excited to turn this page. My twenties are gone. They were some of the best and worst times, but I'm so ready to start, to start a new, a new age. So ready, Julia. Oh, I love it. It's like, it's only the beginning, you know, this is, you've got your whole life in front of you. It's so exciting. There's so, you are like seriously inspiring. Like you're a woman on a mission. You are not letting anything or anyone hold you back. You are just going to, and you know what? Sometimes I feel like sometimes, you know, this is another universe thing. Like maybe this is what had to happen for you to just be like, I'm I'm going to, I'm going for it. Like, why do I need yeah. to? Why do I need to let life run me? You know what I mean. Like when right. you you right. are now totally in charge of your life, and you're like, no, this is what I want to do, and I'm just going to go for it because you got nothing to yes. lose. And like you're you're and you're I'm so, so grateful for that. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Would I'm you, so grateful for that quality that I have. And when you say grateful for that, do you, would you say that you're like, how do you feel about the whole situation that's happened? Would you change anything or are you kind of happy with how it's played out? Uh, I, I think I was saved from a lot more tragic things. Um, I think I was saved. I think, well, I think it was a blessing, Julia. That's amazing. I look at it as, as wow, I could have—I I don't even know how to explain it—but so much worse could have happened. This could have happened when I was 65 years old. My kids were grown and left me for college, and I'd be alone. This could have happened to me, and something more serious—you know, like a, a sexually transmitted disease. Yeah, something could have happened to me. Um, and nothing happened to me. I've been protected the whole time. I have come out. I, I kind of want to say I win. I kind of want to say I win. I win. You win. You do. I win. You do. And win. it's not a game. It's not a challenge. It's just internally, I feel like I won. I, I got myself back and I apologize to myself so many times. I'm sorry you put up with that. I'm sorry you had to do that. I'm sorry. You have to look at yourself and say, take, just own it. Own what you allowed. Own what you allowed people to do to you. Forgive yourself. Because it'll never happen again. Forgive yourself. Don't let anyone walk all over you. Because you know what? The healing process is very lonely. So once those people walk all over you, you're on your own. Mm. You're on your own. And you can have the support and the family and the friends. But when you're at home sitting alone, you have to comfort yourself. You have to look at yourself and say, you got this. You're going to be okay. You have to comfort. It, it, it's amazing to me. You have to sit there and self-soothe like a baby. Yeah, you do. Literally, you're self-soothing. And if you can't self-soothe, it's going to be a very long, hard process to heal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. A hundred percent. So that, that's what I've learned. I've learned so much, Julie. I've learned in a, in a year, I've learned so much and I wouldn't trade this experience for anything. Seriously. It has made me, yeah. yeah made me grow up for sure. <laughs> You're amazing to have this growth within just a year because mm-hmm. honestly, a lot of people take, you know, five, 10 years plus to kind of go through what you've, the kind of realization, you know what I mean? Like the kind of the, yeah. what you've kind of learned, I guess, over the last year. Yes. Some yes. people a long, yes. long time. It's really incredible. And that's why I said a lot of people aren't built like that. Mentally, they're not built to heal and get over things so quickly. But that's why I say I'm grateful because I am. I am built like that. And my genetics are just made. I'm just made up like that, Julie. There's no other explanation for it. Well, also, it's just, it's just who I am. But Crystal, also, I think you've, like you said before, you've put in a lot of work. And oh, I think so much work, <laughs> you know, it's, you know, it's, I think definitely there's probably an aspect to being a type of person right. to be a little bit more positive, but I think you've also got to give yourself some credit for, you know, you have put in a lot of work and a lot of people yeah. kind of like hope that something will change without doing anything. And sometimes you've really, you've got to just prioritize yourself and you've got to, it's like studying. It's like, okay, I'm going to get this degree. It's like getting a degree in like self-love, you know, like you've got to just yes. like, <laughs> yes. you've got to put in work for change to happen and you've put in that yes. work, you know, so you I should know, be yeah. really proud of yourself as well for doing all that because Thank you, look at I the results. That. Like it's incredible. Yes, 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 yes. And there's so much more to come and that's what I'm so excited about. I'm Absolutely. so excited of what else. It's like, what else you got for me, universe, you know? Yes, like bring it. I want it. (laughs) Send it over, baby. (laughs) Incredible. I love it. I'm amazed. I'm amazed. Um, And stories like yours and all the woman, uh, Amy, the recent podcast you released. Uh um, Oh, I was crying. I was crying like a baby in the car. (laughs) I was crying. That was very emotional. Because, yeah. and then, and that also made me realize about my story about all the times that, you know, you fall into a depression and you lose your, your mental health for, for another person. And she actually, it went to the next step with her and that broke my heart yeah. because, um, because I go to therapy and I know, but one thing I told myself was I'll never let anyone take that much control of my emotions to where I have no say in how I feel Yeah, and my body and then your body just takes over, you know? So it's like, Amy, oh, my heart went out to her, went out to her for real. Yeah. I know that was incredibly sad, but it's so good to see like she has come so far and she's very, very happy now, I think. So and it's going to happen when you're a good person and you do good and you do the work, like you said. Yeah. You can't be afraid of work. Can't be afraid of work, whether it's in your career, whether it's internally. But wherever the work has to be done, you can't be afraid of it because then nothing's going to get done. No one's going to yeah. do it for you. Yeah. And I think that's what makes women so amazing. We're not afraid of the work, you know? Yeah. We're, we're not. So we, not. We're, we push babies out, for God's sake. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 
<laughs> What's more terrifying than that? I don't know. Oh. <laughs> Can you imagine if men I do that? Oh, <laughs> oh Lord. We'd never hear, the, never end hear the end of it. <laughs> it would be like on the news every day. Like, yeah, we got it. We got it. <laughs> <laughs> but something, some, so many good things are happening uh, to the people around me in my life. Um, I have two good friends who are pregnant right now and they're building their families and it's just such a beautiful, positive, encouraging thing to see. And I know along the way, my husband's going to show up somewhere, maybe at my front door because I don't go out and I don't, <laughs> <laughs> maybe he'll show up. I don't know what's going to happen. But Is that I, what everyone's telling you? Because people tell me that too. They're like, one day he'll just show up. And I'm like, really? Really? <laughs> Is it going to be like a delivery person? Because I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I look forward to meeting whoever this person, the universe has in store for me, who is going to be a great father, a stepfather for my children, um, a great husband, a great partner. Yeah, that's number one on my list. How are you with children? That's number one. Yeah. Um, because they mean everything to me and I would never dare bring someone into their lives who they didn't like or they didn't mesh well with. I would never, no. ever, ever do that to my children. Yeah. That was never done to me. So I have no intention of doing that to anyone. Yeah. Um, that's number one. And then let, let the fun come after, let the love, let everything come. I'm welcoming everything into my life. But first and foremost, I'm taking care of myself, my career and my kids. I mean, what's better than that? And oh. you get to come home at night and be in peace and watch Sex in the City yes. all night. <laughs> <laughs> I just finished the last season last night. <laughs> oh, did you? For the first time? Yeah. Yeah. For the oh, my gosh. Time. Have you seen the movie? I've seen the movie. Oh. Yes, I've seen the movie. Um, I have a love-hate relationship with Mr. Big. But I think everyone does. <laughs> I know. I was always an Aiden. I loved Aiden. He was oh, Aiden was he was the dream guy. Are you kidding me? I know. Dream guy. Oh gosh. Yeah. <laughs> I could go on and on about sex and the But that show also, as corny as that super as it sounds, that show helped me get through a lot. Okay. Yeah. When I'm sitting here and I'm looking at Miranda's story when she was a single mom when she started dating and then She's like all of them are different characters and that's who we are. Every woman, everyone's different Absolutely. and everyone has their own story. But when you see it played out on TV and you just get like inspiration and you're like, wow, I want to do that. I want to be like that. I want to yes. be a strong, independent, single mom. You know, I want to do that for my kids. I want them to see that they can, they too themselves can be strong and independent. And I, I don't know. I love it. I think there's so many little things we take for granted in life that help us get through the day even. And we don't realize it until we sit that we sit and we really think about it. Yeah, I agree. I think you're amazing. Seriously, I've just been sitting here for the last hour with a massive smile on my face. Like apart from the obviously the <laughs> like the horrible stuff that you said, like that you've been through. But like I just yeah, think you're course. amazing. Like, you know, Thank you, you Julia. Appreciate <laughs> you've got this incredible attitude and yeah. it's just it's very, very inspiring. And I think Oh, you're, you, you. you're bound for amazing things and I can't wait to Thank just. And my, and my end goal is to really, um, when I have the time, I would love to, you know, where in this time last year, I was in a place where I was looking for anything that could save me. 
And what I want to do with other single mothers is I want to kind of be that support when they're in that moment. Yeah. You know, I want to start something that's going to help them in that moment where you feel like you have just walked three miles in the rain. You're cold. You are shaking. Your skin is wrinkled. Your your makeup is running down your face. Just the worst possible moment you can think of. Yeah. I want to do. I want to be there to help and lift them up. <laughs> I don't know how I'm going to do it, but I'm going to do it, Julia. And I'll let you know. I'll oh, email you when I do it. <laughs> I have no doubt. I have no doubt that you're going to come up with something incredible. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah. I, I just don't want ever. I don't ever want any woman especially while being a mother to a newborn, like I don't wish that feeling on my worst enemy. No, I think having a baby, being a new mum is challenging enough. And then going through all of that, it's, it's very, very traumatizing. Yes. And I, if I can save anyone from feeling a little bit of that, you know, of course, like I said, you have to go through, you have to feel it but the support helps. And if I could, if I could make them smile or just help out, um, I don't care if I have to come over and cook for you. You know what I mean? (laughs) I don't care. I'm going to do it. And you come to see me. Is it too far? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) I'd love to. Australia's on the list. It's on the list. It'll get, it'll get done one day. (laughs) Whereabouts are you from in America? I am originally from New York. I'm a New Yorker, very uh-huh. proud New Yorker, um, but I moved I'm coming to, to New York three years ago. Yeah. When? I think in a few weeks. Like Get it's out. all, it's all just been very sudden, but I think I'm going to be there in October. Oh no, Yeah. So like five or six weeks, I think. How, how far away is New Jersey? Oh, it's the next state over. It's a, it's a bridge, a bridge over. Um, so you're going to be in Manhattan. I don't even know yet. I have no idea. I haven't booked anything yet. So I'm about 30 minutes from Manhattan. Oh, so it's not that far. Yeah, no, not far at all. No. So when you say you're a New York, so so you're a New Yorker. I was born and raised in New York and I moved here uh, when my, after my son was born, I moved here. I just, I thought it'd be good, a good change of scenery, um, better place to raise kids, a better school system, um, I would say. so I just made the move and my sister had already lived here for so many years and my mother also wanted to make the move. So we all just packed up and moved. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. It was the best and worst thing that I did <laughs> <laughs> because then all this happened, but it's still one of the best decisions I made. It, yeah. it really was. Yeah. Yeah. Really oh was. my gosh. Yeah. So Look, we better start wrapping up, but let me ask yes. you, because this is something that I always like to ask people, you know, for anyone listening who is a new single mom, do you have any advice um, for them? And also what have you found to be the best thing about becoming a single mother? Oh, my advice for newly single mom, um, it does get better. It gets better. It may not seem like it in the moment. It gets so much better when you realize you have the freedom to do what you want and to, to know that you came out of something and you did nothing wrong, you have a clean heart, a clean conscience, it gets better and you will always win. You will always win both spiritually, mentally, any, any, in any game, you will win. 
And what I've learned, what I've taken out of this whole situation is to not lose who you are in a relationship. Um, Keep true to who you were before and during, but don't ever forget that you are an individual and you, you can make magic happen with or without a man, but you have to remain true to yourself. Number one. That's it. I love that. I love it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Amen. It's, you know what, I think that's actually a very good point that can come out of this situation for anybody. Like I think there is the tendency, a lot of people lose themselves and it's yeah. one of those things that I think moving into a new relationship, I don't know, I for one, and I think you two will just not be, I don't know, that you will remain, you will, you will remain kind of independent in some sense and you will exactly. always be true to yourself and know that you've got your back and that you won't lose yourself again. Yes, I've often thought about getting involved with someone else and whoever I meet. And if it's great, wonderful. But I've always, now that I know what I know, I will constantly remind myself, you are an individual. You don't have to do everything for this other person. You don't have to sacrifice your time, your your time with your children. No, you are an individual. You are your own person. And you can work together with someone to make it work, but don't sacrifice so much for someone else that wouldn't sacrifice for you. That's number one, because it has to be mutual. It has, there has to be a mutual understanding that, look, if I'm going all in and that's who I am, when I do anything, I'm all in. My therapist makes fun of me. She goes, you are the all in girl. And I'm like, I am the all in girl. So if I'm going to love you, listen, I'm loving you all in. It's but such I want a good all thing in from you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm not going to settle settle for half. You know, I want it all. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You deserve it, right? Yeah. So I think that's also a huge lesson. You you realize what you did wrong, or what what you realize that was wrong, and you don't even realize how it happened. But you you change it for the next time anyway. You're like, whatever. It happened. It happened. But now I know better. I learned. Exactly. And if it happens again. That's on you. <laughs> That's on you. And I don't want to hear any complaints. <laughs> I know. It happened today. Actually, my daughter did something once. It was quite silly. And I was like, it's okay. It's a mistake. And then she did it again, like two seconds later. And I was like, um, now I don't feel the first time was a mistake. Yeah. The second time, like you've you really, yeah. <laughs> right. Right. And that's why I, when people tell me I knew, but I didn't do better. Well, you kind of did it to yourself. I'm sorry. Like, own. Yeah. you have to own it. You have yeah. to own something when it happens. You have to own it. There's yeah, no exactly. doubt about it. Don't be a victim. Yeah. I don't know yeah. victims here. No victims, Julia. I, no. I, I don't pity victims anymore. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm like, get it together. Put your big girl panties on and let's get a move on. Come on. Exactly. But it's been, it's been an absolute pleasure speaking with you, Julia. Oh my gosh. It's been an absolute pleasure speaking with you. Like yeah. you seriously, you're so positive. You're so inspiring. Thank, Thank you. you for being yeah. so open and vulnerable, sharing your story. Yes. Uh, I, and I, I want to encourage, I want, I'm sorry. I just had, I have to mention this. I want to encourage um, more single mothers to say their stories because 
when you feel heard, that's when you heal more. When you feel like you've said it all, that's when you can heal more than what you've already healed. Thank you for saying that. You know, it's something I always have a quick chat with people after we finish recording and I'm always like, how do you feel? Like, are you okay? Because it's very emotional talking about this kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And I think... Like a therapy session. (laughs) And like, it's been really nice because the last few times I've talked to people, they've always said, I feel so happy. Like, so happy (laughs) for sharing this. Like, I feel like a weight's been lifted. It's been awesome. Yes. So good. I'm so happy. Like, yes. And then you put it out in the world and the universe will send you something back because that's just how it works. It's an, it's an energy exchange. Yeah. And, but if you're, if you're doing it with a pure heart and pure intentions, there is no limit to what is going to be returned to you. You're helping so many people around the world and you don't even know it. Exactly. It's amazing. Amazing. Thank you. Oh my gosh. Thank you, Julia. I I appreciate this opportunity so much. No, I'm so happy that that you've come on the show and I'm sorry it's taken like almost a year to get this like organized. (laughs) (laughs) It's crazy. Thank you. Oh my gosh. Well, I hope you, you have an amazing day. No, thank you for your time. Thank you for getting up. Yes. You got up at like 6.30 a.m. on your like sleep Oh, that's the day. usual. I'm, no, no I'm up at five every day. day. So my body's like wired to five o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm the same. Isn't it awful? You're just like, damn it. Yeah, I, get, I give myself an hour before I get the kids up and all that and get out. I'm out of the house by seven. Like there's no doubt about it. (laughs) That's that's the mom life. That's what you got to do, right? But no, I I truly appreciate you and your work that you do. I'm inspired. And so many people I know, friends of mine, they, they just found some kind of inspiration from your work. And that's, that's truly special. Wow. That's so nice. Thank you. I'm so glad to hear that. It's like, that really means a lot. <laughs> it's like, whoa, it's really special. Thank you so much. Thank oh. you. And enjoy your Saturday night. Thank you. Well, have be- a glass of wine. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no, it's probably going to be bedtime. And um, yeah, <laughs> it's like, it's that's about now. as party as I get. This is seriously like I'm there. I'm there. I I will, I will say no to a party and just lay on the couch. I like that. I know. (laughs) It's a bit funny. Thank you so much, Julia. I'm going to go have some coffee and breakfast. (laughs) (laughs) Good. So nice to chat with you. You have a good day. Thank you. Take care. Take care. Bye. Oh my goodness. I think you will all agree that Crystal is just a superstar through and through. Crystal, thank you. Thank you so much for sharing your story over the last two weeks. You have been absolutely amazing. You are so inspiring. Truly, you just deserve all the happiness in the world. When I was editing this podcast, I was just crying so many happy tears for you. I'm just so happy for you. I love seeing how you win, you know, and seeing your experience as a blessing and seeing this positive side of things that your attitude is just, wow. I think as well, like what I really loved about what you said and for you listening, what Crystal said, looking back over the last 12 months and seeing how far you've come is super important to do. And I think sometimes we forget that. You know, so really have a look at where you were, not even 12 months ago. For some people, it might be 12 days ago. 12 weeks ago, whatever it is, looking back and just seeing how far you've come and just like giving yourself a bit of a high five because 
I think you're pretty amazing and you'll see how far you actually have come. Setting goals as well, Crystal. Oh, I'm a massive believer in goal setting. And if you listen to this podcast or if you've been mentored by me, you will know that like setting goals changes your life. So I'm super impressed with you. And I also loved our little chat about having our eyes wide open to what the universe presents to us and taking sometimes these signs as an opportunity. Now, something I wanted to share with you, when I was when I finished editing, I messaged Crystal on Instagram and I was just like, cannot get over how amazing you are. Seriously, like, oh, it was just incredible. And she gave me a bit of an update because we did record this a while ago. We recorded this a few weeks before I actually went over to the US. So I did ask her for permission if I could share her little updates with you because she was like, you know, you'd be so shocked at what's happening. Things have got so much better since we chatted. And I was like, what? Oh my gosh. And she was like, I told my ex, here's what you're going to do. One, you're going to find a two bedroom so your kids can have a room if you want them to stay over. Two, we're going to go to therapy to work on our co-parenting. Three, I'm going to meet with your girlfriend and I'll decide if I want her involved. Four, she'll meet the kids if I decide. And then Crystal said, it turns out she's actually not too bad. You know, she's her, her business for kind of staying with him after knowing the kind of guy that he is. But she said that she's wonderful with the kids and their first sleepover will be next month. And wait for it. Crystal is dating a wonderful man. She said she's also got a friend working on her website. She's got a logo designer working on her logo. She's recorded an episode of the podcast and she will hopefully launch that before the end of the year. And she also said she'll be house hunting in the next few months to kickstart her real estate business. I think that is just so amazing. And she said she can't remember the last time that she cried. She's erased him pretty much as as much as possible so that she can move forward. Her kids are her main priority. And, you know, her priority is that her kids are emotionally stable. And if that means blending as one big happy family, then that's the sacrifice that she's going to have to make. So I am just so so grateful. Crystal, I think you're incredible. I know everyone's probably sick of me hearing that. I was a bit sick of hearing myself say that, but you are like, you are freaking amazing. So thank you once again for coming on and sharing your story. I really appreciate that. And I know that many other women and men who are listening will agree. If you wanted to get in touch with me, you can send me an email at julia at singlemothersurvivalguide.com or you can connect with me on Instagram or Facebook at Single Mother Survival Guide. I would absolutely love to hear from you. If you have enjoyed this podcast, I'd be super grateful if you could rate this podcast in iTunes. And if you have a few minutes, even writing a review would be amazing and helps single moms find this podcast. If you want to check out some of the other episodes of the podcast or read my blog, just go to the Single Mother Survival Guide website, which is www.singlemothersurvivalguide.com. And also on the homepage, there is a link to join the Single Mother Survival Guide Support Forum, which is a Facebook group for us all to connect with each other. And that link will take you straight there and you can put in a join request. I get through them as often as I can. So bear with me. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you have a wonderful day or evening, depending on where you are and when you're listening. Have a fantastic week. And I'm so excited to speak with you again next week. And next week will be Christmas. There is an episode coming out on the 25th, which is Christmas Day. You will hear from me then. Okay. Bye for now.